Oh my god, is that a rat? Yes, mouse. There's a fucking what? rat. Whoa! Is it a rat or a mouse? It's it a, rat. Like a rat. It's I big. <gasps> oh god. Should we leave this in? There yeah. it goes! There it goes! Oh my god! <laughs> it's so big. It's a mouse. It's not a rat. That's just a mouse. It's uh, big though. That's a big mouse. Yeah. It's okay. A mouse. <laughs> I am leaving this in. <laughs> I'm vaccinated against rabies, so we're good. <laughs> me too. COVID and rabies. COVID and rabies. Come at me. I got gotcha. you. We don't. We do the same drugs no more. We don't do the same drugs. We don't do the same drugs. We do the same drugs no more. We don't. We do the same drugs no more. We don't do the. We don't do the same. We don't do the same drugs no more. We don't do the. We don't do the same drugs. Just a disclaimer, this episode contains multiple usages of the word queer in a reclaimed sense. If this bothers you, I would advise you to proceed with caution. Welcome to Gen Z Explains, where a Gen Z explains things to two clueless Gen Xers. My name is Lena. I am the Gen Z. My name is Katie. I am one of the clueless Gen Xers. And my name is Ome. I am one of the other clueless Gen Xers. It feels good to be back doing this, doesn't it? Yeah, it's been a while. Um, I we're recording this in September. I have absolutely no idea when this episode will come out. <laughs> um, but the last time we recorded was in May, and the last time an episode came out was June. So it's definitely been a while. I'm really sorry for the delay. Our lives all kind of got really crazy over the summer and hasn't really slowed down. But we're doing our best. Yep, we're making time for this. A lot of stuff has happened since we last did this. Um, Katie, you had a birthday. <laughs> I so did. you're one year older, which yeah. means every year that you get older, this podcast will be more funny. Then <laughs> <laughs> it is freaking hilarious. <laughs> so it's good that you had a birthday. Great. I'm about to have a birthday, and what that means is that every year older I get, the podcast will be less funny. <laughs> so that's not good. <laughs> Maybe wiser. Can we get older and wiser? Yeah, yeah. But it's not as good if, if Lena's wiser and we're wiser. I don't know. But maybe the gap in cultural age is is, is shortened. And the whole kind of premise of this show is, is, the, is the gap in our complete different worlds. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. If I know math, then the gap is the same. <laughs> The yeah, gap the gap is numbers, the same. But I feel like the cultural distance. It's like if you're 20 and you date someone who's 30, that is like wild. But if you're 40 and you date someone who's 50, you're like, that's fine. Eh, normal. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I feel like the older you guys get, the less you will <laughs> understand certain things. But the older I get, the more I will understand what you guys are going through. So... Exactly. We'll have to get the newer generation to come on to the podcast. Oh, oh God, no. The little iPad kids. <laughs> oh, is that what they're called? iPad kids? Yeah. Like the annoying small children in public that have the giant iPads. You've seen them, right? Both of you know what I'm talking yeah. about. All over the place. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, my, friend has a, my friend has a kid of that age, and they told me what that generation's called, like Armand. Generation Y? I don't know. No, no, that's millennials. millennials yeah. It's Gen Alpha. Gen Alpha. Alpha yes. They they ran out of uh, um, Roman numer- Roman letters. They had to move on to Greek letters. <laughs> <laughs> the next one's going to be Generation Beta, I guess. Beta, yeah, I don't beta. know. Okay. Be- beta, yeah. 
also this uh, important big announcement that does not it actually like is not actually relevant to this episode, but it will be. Katie, you got an iPhone. You don't have an Android anymore. Ah, right. So you now have the same emojis that we do. We do. Now we can understand emojis. Oh, my God. I did not know this happened. When Wait, this tell happen? the story. It's funny. There was a story. Oh, I was sitting the sitting on the edge of the pool story. I'm sitting on the edge of the pool. Not my pool. I'm not wealthy enough to have my own pool. Um, and I was looking at my phone and a dog that I was doggy sitting like just came over and was very happy to see me. I love him. Jumped on me. And then there went my pool. My my phone, it drowned in the swimming pool. And were you there? No, I wasn't. Oh. You, you told come? me about it, though. I, I thought maybe you were there. I was not. Okay. And we had to, had to fish it out and put it in rice and it didn't work. Apparently the rice is a myth. A total myth. Well, it didn't work for me. Yeah, that it's a myth. But um, why did you decide to change to an iPhone? This is very exciting. Because everyone has made fun of me for the past <laughs> two years. <laughs> this is see, this is great. I lo- I did not know that was the reason. I just Peer assumed pressure. that it was. I think I asked you this at some point, and you gave like a different answer. I can't remember. I was probably trying to sound cooler than I actually am. <laughs> but you've come over to not the dark side, the light side. How is that the light side? Because it's, I mean, okay, I mean, they're all, like, evil corporations, <laughs> and we're all way too reliant on them, so it's all the dark side, but it means you have the same same emojis as us. It means I have to memorize my Apple ID and who the heck Oh, yeah, I hate that. that. I hate that. That is so annoying. I change it <laughs> at least once every two months, because I always forget it. Me too. Yeah, I, I don't, do I know what mine is? Oh, wait, shit, do I? Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, that's all of the big announcements out of the way. Let's move on <laughs> to the content of the actual episode. Bring it on. This episode, we are going to be talking about gaming. Like Nintendo? No. <laughs> oh, this is not Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt? I mean, yeah, but also not. It goes beyond that. <laughs> you remember that, Ome? Oh, Did yes. you have the gun that came with the original um nintendo for duck hunt yes and i was the first girl in my apartment complex to get nintendo like i was very cool were you you were the popular one i wouldn't say popular but the first girl to get a nintendo system in my apartment complex (laughs) that's a cool story i didn't know that so when you guys hear the word gamer what comes to mind what do you think of i think of an incel like, just dudes who, like, sit in a dungeon where there's no light and they're super pale and it's all dark except for the screen and then they kill people. I have two visuals that are in my head. One is very similar to what Ome described of, like, dude with, like, the Cheetos everywhere <laughs> and the big gulps over here and, like, looks looks like they haven't changed clothes in, <laughs> in eight months and kind of sweaty and gross and, like, you know, total zoned out like nothing going on but dead eyes but just going at it on the game and then I also think of like my little nephew and all those children who (laughs) probably the iPad age that you're talking about that is just constantly like playing or watching other people play games oh my god I do not understand and I will say Lena you were the first person I knew who because I guess I didn't know anyone your age when I knew you which is a weird thing to say, but um, you were the first person I knew that watched other people play video games. Thank you guys for that, those observations, because that basically is like a, sums up what we're going to cover today. Yes. <laughs> so we were right? 
We're not clueless. <laughs> well, you were right, but 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 what you implied I felt very judgmental. That was mean. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> but what you implied uh, via that was that you don't understand this phenomenon, and hopefully that's what I'm going to explain. That very true. Check mark. Yes. So, what are some examples that you guys have of young people that you know playing video games? Like the names of the video games. What, just talk about young people that you know, and what do you know about their video games? So, not video games we played when we were young, but currently. Currently, yes. So, I can't name, like, Jaws and Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. Currently. <laughs> currently, I think, is what she's going after. Gotcha. Currently. Okay. I am old. Um, Minecraft. Fortnite. Who do you know that plays these games? No one. <laughs> my my younger nephew who is 12 now but he's been playing them for years lena do my nephews play those games uh your nephews play like mobile games like on their mom's phone or on their ipads yes. your nephews are ipad kids they are okay um my boyfriend's son plays it all the time some zombie game and like a cowboy game dead by daylight maybe i, I wouldn't know the name okay and like dragons fortnite how do you know about Fortnite? Fortnite. <laughs> That's the only game I know. I don't even know what the game's about. I'm assuming it's about killing people. Oh, there's that other game where you have to, like, build things on the island. I, think I thought that was Minecraft. No? Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. But is that a video game or, like, an iPad game? That's a video game. It's actually oh. on uh, Nintendo Switch. Oh, oh. You know who plays Nintendo Switch? I know someone who plays video who? games. Amanda. Amanda Windsor? Yes. <laughs> that, that surprises me. Shout out me. to Amanda Windsor. Shout out. We love you. That surprises me, actually. That's funny. Actually, it doesn't. She's like a millennial. She probably bought a Nintendo Switch in March 2020 like everyone else did. No, 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 no. It was when we were working together. She was very excited about it. I remember okay. it was pre-pandemic. Okay. Interesting. We're going to talk about Animal Crossing later in the episode. What about games? I have been to gaming like arcades, but huge arcades now. And there are games that you can play in the arcade that I think are video games like as well. Like the Quaker Steak and Lube? <laughs> Shout out to the Quaker Steak and Lube in Columbia, South Carolina. In no. a Transmission Arcade, you can play video games, but they're like Sega. I think they're the Yeah, the, that's like the retro. That's like yeah, catering retro. to millennials and Gen X nostalgia. I'm thinking more like Dave and & Buster's. And then there's oh, yeah, Dave & Buster's. Places yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, I like Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> Is that a game? Uh, that's not really a video game. That's an arcade game, I think. That's a, like I like a, arcades. That's like a different category. <laughs> Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me what Fortnite is? Is that going to come up? Yeah, it will come up, absolutely. Cool. cool. Let's go. So do you, when you guys tend to think about games, do you guys tend to think about it all in like one category or like different types of games? Okay, I am schooled enough to realize there are some slightly different games. I feel like there's oh. the building of a world game, almost like a sim kind of thing. I think there's sim type games. I don't even know what sim stands for. Simulation. Simulator. Ooh. Yeah, simulation. Nice, Katie. I got Yes, one. nice. Like Catan? Like that, remember that game? That's a board game. Yeah, I know, but that's like the equivalent. You build a world. Yeah, pretty much. Close enough. Settlers of Catan, that's what it was called. Oh. Yeah. All the, all Catan, my cousins yeah. used to play. There's games like that, but then there's risk. kill risk. <laughs> then there's like kill things games, right? Yeah. Like who which I think Fortnite you, is. Yeah. And zombie stuff. 
you pretty much summed that up exactly. Like, good job. You seem to have a really good concept of this. And I think this, like, speaks to something I'm going to get to later on in the episode, which is that video games are not exactly, like, only a Gen Z thing, obviously. Because, like, you just have a better concept of this than you did of, like, say, TikTok, you know? Very much. Yeah. Great. So, there are a lot of different categories of video games. Well, like you mentioned, simulations is a good one, which is you can build stuff like Minecraft or you can like raise a living thing and have that be a simulation like The Sims. Yeah. And then you have um, shooter games or combat games, which is like you said, kill things games <laughs> where first person shooters where you you're just you play a character that has a gun and then you shoot things. Also, like survival horror is like a subcategory of this which would be like zombies also like five nights at freddy's which i think we've talked about five nights at freddy's haven't we i don't know it's the one that max was obsessed with oh you remember max right yeah of course yeah (laughs) we've definitely talked about max on this podcast before (laughs) i don't think they listened to it but shout out to max max love you we miss you (laughs) um i see him go live on youtube and stream his fnaf all the time so those types of games require, like, dexterity and hand-eye coordination. So it does take a certain amount of skill to play them and to get really good at them. You have to play them a lot to get good at them. And then you have, like I said, mobile games, which are, like, on your phone and you just, like, tap, you know, mindlessly. Like Dragon Merch. Yes. You're obsessed. Like Candy Crush, too. Katie, uh, does your mom play Candy Crush? She does not. She used to play Solitaire. And- yeah. <laughs> And then she played, like, put-together jigsaw puzzles. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. My mom plays Bubbles. Shout out to my mommy. Yeah, shout out. Your mom, uh, whenever she, like, comes to visit her children or, like, really just anyone, she'll just, like, sit on the couch at her family member's house and just play this game where you have to, like, pop bubbles for, like, three hours. It's so funny. Wow. You also have RPGs, role-player games, that that are more, like, story-based. Like, D&D is an example of a non-virtual RPG, which is, like, you play it in person on a tabletop, but you, like you mentioned, can also play D&D online. And um, there are a lot of different video games that are like this, where you kind of, like, write your own story as you go sometimes. It's like choose your own adventure. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, that's basically, D&D is basically just a big game of choose your own adventure. And Amanda Windsor plays D&D. That one doesn't (laughs) surprise me. (laughs) So all of these brag categories are, this is what you guys might not realize, are generally associated with different groups of people. Oh. For example, like the dude bro culture, (laughs) you know, that makes up, like what you mentioned, the guy in his mom's basement with the Cheetos. Yeah. Like that makes up the majority of shooter game players, Mm. you know, like that's kind of the stereotype, right? Is that those types of guys are the ones that play the first person shooter games. Is there any statistics on race? Because, or is there any statistics on, I know this is like a really kind of maybe more heavy conversation, but like, you know, art imitating real life or real life imitating art. Like, does that, like, I don't want to say encourages or like, is there a correlation in some way or probably not? I don't know what I'm trying to say, but between that and like um, mass shootings. Where were you for like all of the early 2000s? Because... (laughs) I wasn't alive, and I still know that this was, like, a huge debate in the public. Because you live in fucking Canada. <laughs> yes, we don't have mass shootings. Yes, this was a huge Every debate. school PTA meeting started with that question. Yes, yes. 
I just, sorry, I just want to take that back. I just said Canada doesn't have mass shootings. We do because December 6th, the Quebec mass, uh, the mass shooting in Montreal, and then there was the mosque shooting. So we do, the Quebec mosque shootings, we do have mass shootings. I don't want to make Canada sound great, but not as much as here. But you, you don't just- have school shootings. Yes, that's true. We don't have as many. I mean, I, I can't remember a school shooting in Canada. But and we you have- were just able to name them like both on one hand. We, <laughs> Lena and I could not do that with the United States. Absolutely not. No. So that's really interesting because like this, you, you remember this, Katie, is that this was like a huge debate for a long time. Yes. And it still is to a certain extent. And there's still talks about like, oh, these video games incite violence and mm-hmm. all of this. And um, it's kind of a nuanced conversation and, and not really one. This is definitely belongs to the generation before me. You know, this right. definitely belongs to like younger millennials where the people that kind of experienced the fallout for the early fallout from this after like Columbine. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a conversation that a lot of people were having. But that is interesting that you bring that up. And it's definitely a stereotype yes. that that mass shooters are the types of guys that play first person shooter games. So it's not true. I mean, I don't know the. I don't know. I have not researched this. Okay. I have not done studies. I asked the question, but I know the answer is it's the fault of capitalism. So yes, it is not the fault of first person shooter games. It <laughs> yes. is capitalism and the patriarchy. Thank you. Exactly. Grand Theft Auto. I just thought of another one. They shoot people and they race, right? Exactly. Dangerous in all accounts. Yes. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) But to get back to what I was saying, um, the the stereotype of that, like, dude bro type of guy who plays, like, I don't know, Valorant or something, they might, and I actually know that this is not a stereotype and this is actually true from my personal experience, they might, like look down on or make fun of people who only play like the sims or minecraft or similar games because they aren't quote-unquote real games again the patriarchy yes that is it there's a lot of sexism involved there mm-hmm. where it's like girls can't play real video games they just want to play pretty pink games or, or whatever <laughs> it is you know it's ridiculous mm-hmm. and there is a lot of this discourse on the internet real video games yeah, because, cause well, it's, it's gatekeeping, basically. Like, mm-hmm. what is a what isn't isn't a real video game. So when you guys talked about the image that comes into your head of a stereotypical gamer, which is the dude with the Cheeto dust and all of that, um, <laughs> you think about how old is this guy in your imagination? I mean, he ranges anywhere from, like, being a teenager to, like, a burnt-out loser guy in his 20s. Yeah, that's kind of what I picture, too. Like, okay, like, teenager through you know maybe even like 30s and 40s living in mom's basement kind of thing they all live in their mom's basements that's the unifying Mm -hmm. characteristic (laughs) (laughs) yeah so when when advertisers like i when i was researching this episode i found a lot of like advertising websites when like journals about like the business of advertising mm-hmm. when advertisers try to like market to consumers on gaming websites like try to do online ads the phrase that comes up again and again when they talk about who those people are is the 18 to 34 male demographic wow whoa we were spot on, <laughs> we were so on that's it. the idea that especially in the early days of online gaming like in the early 2010s mm-hmm. that was the idea that people had of gamers of what that meant was guys within the age of 18 to 34 it's interesting that you say that was what it was in the early 2010s and clearly um 
Katie and I are still stuck there. Like, has it, has it changed? Or well, we talk about that after? Kind of the thesis of this segment is that it's <laughs> more nuanced than that because everything is. Right. <laughs> um, so that was like, in that was kind of what everyone's perception was back when online gaming started to be a really big thing. But in the past 15 years, or really just 10 years, the appeal of gaming websites in general has expanded to include other age groups, specifically teenagers. So I actually found a statistical breakdown of different age groups' favorite video games. Ooh, this is interesting. did a survey on this in 2020. So they found that 13 to 19-year-olds, their favorite video game was Call of Duty. Call of Duty, I forgot about that yeah, one. We didn't mention that one. Yeah. That one's when they shoot things. That's a first-person shooter game, yeah. yeah. And second was Fortnite. Okay. Third was Among Us. Fourth was Grand Theft Auto. And fifth was Minecraft. What's Among Us? We're going to talk about that. Okay. Oh. So that's just teenagers. That's 13 to 19-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Okay. 20 okay. to 29-year-olds. Number one, Call of Duty again. Number two, Grand Theft Auto. Number three, Super Mario Brothers. Oh, <laughs> oh they're reminiscing. <laughs> well, the twi- there's a people in their 20s. They're, they're being, um, being retro. retro. Yeah, <laughs> childhood nostalgia. And then you have Fortnite, and then you have The Sims, which is also childhood nostalgia. The Sims. What's is The Sims a particular game, or is any as a simulation? It's a particular game. Oh, it's okay. when you raise. It's when you like have a person simulation. Like you can make your little humans like do stuff. You can make them cook and talk to other humans and build houses and all of this stuff. You've never heard of The Sims? No, it's the name of the actual game, right? The it's Sims. Not a category. Yeah, no, it's I've like. Because the family is called the Sims, like as if that was their last name. It's a pun on the word simulation. Gotcha. And then for 30 to 39-year-olds, number one, again, is Call of Duty. Number two is Super Mario Brothers. So that's definitely some childhood nostalgia. That is the nostalgia. The older millennials category. (laughs) Three is Grand Theft Auto. Four is FIFA, which is soccer. Oh, soccer, yeah. Five is Fortnite again. So Fortnite is pretty popular across the board. And so, Call of Duty, apparently. So My that's, goodness. So They're that's making money. really interesting, right? Where, like, Among Us only shows up in the teenage category, where Super Mario Brothers shows up in the, like, older millennials category. <laughs> and I think it's no surprise that Katie and I both don't know what um, Among Us is. It Isn't is not sh- surprising. a TV show? No. Amongst Us? This is us. I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, this is us. <laughs> You mixed up Among Us and This Is Us. <laughs> oh, lordy. Okay. <laughs> We're going to talk about Among Us in a minute, but okay. isn't I that... This, I want to know what this I'll is. tell you. Okay. But see. isn't that interesting? I mean, it... Is there a gender breakdown? Is it, like, mostly dudes? I have not found that. Okay, because, like, Call of Duty is... Like, it's like... Isn't it, like, cops killing people? Like... Call of Duty is a war game, yeah, soldiers. Soldiers Not killing. cops, yeah. So soldiers basically killing Muslims because it's an American game, I'm yeah, assuming. Yeah, it's pretty much, pretty much. Like, so. I imagine this is, like, majority white dudes. Probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know that for sure, but probably. Mm-hmm. Because I was researching this episode from the generational angle, not the racial mm-hmm. or gender angle. I wonder what it is about this game among us that we We're don't know talk yet about it. <laughs> like, it appeals to just that age group let's get to it so okay. i think the really interesting thing about this data is it shows that like when you say when both of you guys i've heard you use this phrase before where you're like oh so-and-so is just playing their game so-and-so is just playing a video game right uh-huh. and even if you don't understand what that game is, like you talked about your boyfriend's son, how he plays some zombie game, yes. and you didn't know the name of it. Correct. Like, 
even if you don't understand or know what that game is, you can use this data to see that you are they are more likely to be playing some games than others depending on how old they are. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Understanding this will help you understand why they enjoy the things they do, which is what you guys are always confused about, right? Like, why is this interesting or why is this exciting? Knowing that it can be, like, breakdown by generation can help you understand that. I think our question still is, why do people go on TikTok? I think that's it. <laughs> We're still Bring it back all the way to the first episode. Okay. I am disturbed that every generation wants to shoot people. I mean, right. yeah, that's a completely right. different conversation, but yeah. I have really good friends that play first-person shooter games who are not violent people at all, and they play these games all the time, and it doesn't say anything about your actual personality. Okay. I mean, I guess we used to play first-person shooter games, but like dunk hunt true. all the time. It's true. I used to shoot ducks, and I would never do that okay. now And in a video game. I wouldn't, but I don't think I would ever play a video game where I had to shoot other people. Like, ducks were fine, mm-hmm. but I don't know about people. Yeah, that's totally valid. I that's part of the reason why I don't really play these games mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. I it, but it doesn't. You have to understand it doesn't say anything about your personality at all. Okay. Because I know some of the sweetest journalist people who will play these games, and and that's just what they like to do. Okay, I'm glad to know that. So now we're gonna move on to something that I think you guys will be excited about, which is I'm gonna tell oh, you. Yes. No. <laughs> I'm gonna tell it's you. Us. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a little bit about some parts of the phenomenon of game streaming platforms. Yes! Yeah. So that's Twitch, that's this. Twitch! Yes. yes. Which is when, it's when one person live streams their computer screen. Like, the actual mechanics of it is you're playing a video game on your screen, and then you basically, like a Zoom meeting, screen share. <laughs> and everyone else who you are live streaming this to can see what you're doing. So they're not playing with you. They're just watching you play yep. either on your own against someone else. This is such a phenomenon to yeah. me. I do not understand it why. It is so, you're so far removed. You're wanna, so yeah. far removed. Like, why do you want to watch someone else? Like, to build your skill? That definitely is part of it. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Okay. So the main game streaming platform, like you guys mentioned, is Twitch. Just a little background history of Twitch it was this company called Justin TV that was founded in 2007. It, because the guy's name was Justin. Okay. It was a general interest platform where you could like stream anything you want. It wasn't just gaming. Mm-hmm. It was like any specific thing you wanted to live stream. But then the gaming segment of that grew in popularity much faster than their segments. So in 2011, they just launched a separate website called Twitch where you could just see gaming. And so that's how Twitch got started. Why is it called Twitch? No, I just keep picturing I'm somebody sure. with, like, a tick. Yeah. I'm not sure. It, they just like the name, I guess. Mm. Interesting. And then, so, eventually, Twitch got so successful that the company shut down their original website so mm. that they could just focus on that. Wow. And Twitch, it was, like, the first one of these platforms, and it really has a monopoly on the market for this type of thing. It really is, like, the biggest one and the only real one. So you guys mentioned uh, gender demographics earlier. I did find some specific gender demographics for Twitch. Ooh, interesting. Um, 65% male and 35% female. Of course, that doesn't count for non-binary people. You always just have to say that. These studies have not, like, advanced to that level of <laughs> right. thoroughness at this point, unfortunately. Most of them haven't. And the age demographics I find even more interesting. 16 to 24-year-olds are 41% of Twitch viewers. 
Do you think that's a reflection, at least the gender breakdown, maybe not Twitch, uh, the viewer breakdown, but the gender breakdown is maybe a reflection of, like, gamers too? It might be. Yeah, yeah. it absolutely might be. But only to a certain extent, because mm-hmm. not everyone who watches a Twitch stream is going to go out and play all of those games, as I'm going to really? talk about in just a second. I guess it's like I watch baseball, but I don't play it. Well, that's a bit different, because baseball is like a skill that you have to have. But so is gaming, I imagine. Yeah. Some people watch the streams because they don't have access to, like, gaming technology. Like, they don't have an Xbox, they can't afford it, or whatever the thing is. Oh, or a, that. a PS5, or whatever it is. So, as you can see from that thing about how they shut down the main website to focus on just Twitch and all of this stuff with how fast it grew and how it has a monopoly on the market, gaming, streaming, and esports is a really big deal and makes a lot of people a lot of money. And it's, mm-hmm. like, just, it's an important part of online culture, there are even esports tournaments where different streamers yes. will like officially sponsored tournaments. Oh right, I have heard of this. Yes, that I've heard of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys were talking about how earlier you were mentioning how you don't understand the appeal of watching someone else play a game, exactly. and you had the same thing about YouTubers where you were like, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> That's true. I don't like, understand. Why does anyone want to watch unboxing or want to watch you? I don't know. Go around your daily day. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um. The same thing uh, definitely applies to Twitch streamers, and this is the thing that you have to understand, is that while you, both of you guys might not understand why someone would want to just sit and watch a multi-hour stream of someone playing Minecraft or Call of Duty or GTA or any game, a lot of the times it just comes down to the personality of the streamer and how engaging they are. So the person... The making the film doing it okay. that is a lot of the reason why a lot of people watch and like as they're t- they're twitching as they're live streaming <laughs> they're making commentary as they go yes like, they're like yeah blah, blah, whatever sometimes that <gasps> is that type of commentary but a lot of times they're just like engaging with the chat so does well. it end up being like a fandom kind of culture yes. like i really like this one person they're exactly. funny i want to listen to what yes. they have to say exactly that happens a lot if they're, like, cracking jokes or just, like, engaging with the audience in the chat or maybe, like, talking about their life or whatever it is oh, that they're okay. doing, you might start to pay more attention to what they're saying than you would with the actual game sometimes. Okay. But it's also just entertaining to watch the game if the person playing it is good at playing it. So it's like YouTube personality. Exactly. It's hmm. the same concept. Okay. Certain people might like different elements of this. Like, certain people might like the their gaming skills certain people might like how they engage with the audience certain people might like their jokes their sense of humor it really just depends on the person Mm -hmm. you guys might find it boring you might find it all boring but you just have to understand some people do like it so it's another form of escapism yeah kind of (laughs) we're all depressed (laughs) i i I don't know about depression but like escapism like i read every night right you know like i sit in bed for an hour and i read so it's Everyone needs escapism. Yeah. No matter how yeah. old you are. We yeah. choose different forms. Different yeah, forms. exactly. Right. That's a really empathetic way of thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And when it comes down to the personality of the person, recently I was hanging out with a friend of mine and they wanted to watch a, tr- a Twitch streamer that they like. So I was watching it with them and I was just like sitting there watching this guy play his game. <laughs> and I was noticing like the things he did, the things he was saying. I was like, he's really good at this. Like not just playing the game, although he was good at that too, but he was just good at being engaging. And you know, like I 
I was trained in doing improv yes. from like a very, very young age. <laughs> from when I was like 11, I was taught like, this is how you think on the spot and this is how you improvise and be funny quickly. So like, I've had a lot of years of doing that and I can recognize when someone is doing that. Mm-hmm. I can recognize when someone is like really good at filling dead space in a conversation and being engaging with an audience. Interesting. And that was what this guy was doing and that's what a lot of them do and they just have that skill that makes them really interesting to watch. Okay. Okay. I don't think I'd enjoy it, but okay. <laughs> but I yeah. hadn't thought of it really by that point of view. That it's really, it is just, it's another way of, of storytelling. It's another way of reaching an audience. Yeah, it absolutely is. It can, it can reminisce back to family sitting around on the floor listening to a radio talk show, Aww, right? Oh, yeah. That's a I nice way. I was thinking way. storytelling too. Like yeah. again, like I sit in bed and read stories and these people listen to stories through the games. I'm still not going to participate in this manner, but I might understand it a little bit more. (laughs) See, that's all that I really want is just for you to understand it. (laughs) So when you guys think of, like, someone who watches Twitch streams, what do you think of? And it it doesn't have to be just one type of person. How broad would you say that range would be demographically or just, like, what personality of person? No idea. You at nine. That's all I know. I wasn't watching Twitch. I was watching like Stampy Long Nose yeah, <laughs> on YouTube. I feel everyone who's listening who plays these games or watches Twitch, I am <laughs> I am so sorry. Um, but my first thought is, how bored must you be to want to <laughs> do this? Like, go out and 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 go to the theater. I guess we can't anymore. But watch. I don't know. Do something with a group of people. I'm all of I'm I'm such a extrovert that I need people. I don't think I could do it because ooh, introverted. Are they all introverted? <laughs> I was gonna ask if Twitch viewership has gone up during the pandemic because we can't go to the theater. Right? It actually has. Mm. Yeah, it actually very much has. I'm gonna get to that in a minute. Okay. There is one specific phenomenon within Twitch that I wanted to talk about because I feel like it's interesting in that it breaks all of these stereotypes about who a typical gamer is. Okay. And there's going to be a lot of listeners right now who are about to, like, throw their phone as I say this. (laughs) And I'm sorry to you guys, but we're going to talk about the Dream S&P. Um, that means nothing to... I can tell by the blank looks on your face that that means nothing to both of you. We just looked across the microphones at each other like, yeah, we're like what? Uh, what she talking yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> so, Actually, I was looking to see, like, did you get that? Because I didn't. Okay, good. We both don't. <laughs> so this specific thing is does not just take place on Twitch. It also happens on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, but these creators usually live stream on Twitch. And, like, that website is just a huge part of what they do. They're YouTubers, but they're also Twitch streamers. Mm-hmm. And you cannot talk about Twitch in 2021 without talking about DSMP. So this is like an important part of this whole phenomenon. So the definition is a collective of video creators that stream mostly Minecraft, also other games, on Twitch and YouTube together. So they, it's this group of people that does it together. Oh. And when, when you say creators, you don't mean video game creators, you mean the players. Yes, creators of videos. Of, that of edit, content. Yeah, of content, content creators. And they, they play characters and create stories within the game. So they're not just playing a game. They're, like, acting out a story and role-playing. And oh. some of it is scripted and some of it's improvised. And e- each streamer plays a character within the game. And then they, like, interact within the game with each other to tell these really long-running parallel epic tales. 
And so it, if you watch it, it's kind of like watching a TV show, but it's also not because it's a video game and it's also improvised, but it's not, it's <sighs> also a lot of it has to do with the personality of the streamers and their group dynamic. Even when they're not telling a story, even if they're just playing a game as themselves, uh-huh. that also is a lot of the appeal. So when you say Minecraft, isn't Minecraft, uh, what is that game? And you how can you things. tell a story? Oh, you build things. Okay, so it's a sim. Yes. Okay. You build things and you can use that to interact with players within Got the it. game. Yeah. And you can like tell the story of like, I'm building this city and this is the story of what's happening with my friends while I'm doing that. That's a lot of it. <laughs> so my mind is blown right now. So this is a group of people... That who play cr- that play together and create characters yeah and play as their characters interact interact as characters but then also interacting as themselves yep yep what so they're yeah. actors they're they're they, actors they are but not with the skill that you would traditionally associate with actors because they're not like i mean maybe they i don't know how they think about it but if you're just playing a game with your friends you might start doing silly voices or whatever but <laughs> yeah. you don't think of it as like this is my acting gig right. you know uh-huh. i don't know if they do think about it that way but that's not that's certainly not the impression that i if have. you need any help i am available for <laughs> private acting classes <laughs> a lot of them live in england katie I will also fly to England if you pay for my flight. <laughs> no, seriously, if any of the Dream SMP guys are listening to this, you should hire Katie. She's amazing. <laughs> but why is it a British phenomenon? Some of them are British. Some of them are American. I don't, it's not like, I don't, some of them are Canadian. It's not like a, it's just English speaking in general. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Is it a, it's like Western culture phenomenon? Yeah, pretty of? much. Um, so breaking down the name, which you said you guys didn't know what it stood for. Correct. SMP stands for survival multiplayer, which yes. is essentially it's like a mode you can play Minecraft in. Oh. So it's like it's like you set survival mode is like you you change the settings within the game to like it's just it it basically the difference between survival mode is you fight monsters and and then the other mode is creative mode where you just like build stuff and you don't have to worry about the conflict element of it. So this is a survival mode game. Okay. And multiplayer means that you have more than one player. So it's just like you go into the settings, you select survival multiplayer, essentially. And then it's also the name of a server. So the way that Minecraft works is you don't interact with random strangers from around the world. Like in games like World of Warcraft or Call of Duty, you get put into a randomized lobby with people you don't know. But in Minecraft, you can make your own server and just like... You can, it's invite only, so you can invite people to play along with you if you want. Mm -hmm. So they made a survival multiplayer server. So this video creator whose online username is Dream, that's the name that he goes by, Mm -hmm. is his username, made a survival multiplayer server. So that was the Dream SMP. Does that make sense? You following? Yes. Yeah, so it got named after him. And then he invited a bunch of his friends to play along with him, and then they started streaming it, and then more and more people started watching, and they just grew from there. You following? So mm-hmm. it's not only that group. A bunch of groups do it now. What? It's not only his group that does it. He, he is, like, kind of in charge of it, but he invited everybody. So everyone, there's only one stream with this? No. <laughs> I'm so confused. No. So there's other groups. There's other gangs that are formed that also stream online, that also stream on Twitch. Well, obviously, these are not the only people that stream <laughs> Minecraft on Twitch, but every... Like, like multiplayer. So, and have like characters. Yes. And all that. Yeah. Well, no, I don't know about that, but uh, 
this is there's been a lot of like there's a it's this becomes very complicated at a certain point but it all started with this one guy and everybody who's associated with this phenomenon he invited and he streams with them sometimes like his friends oh okay so it's like a group of friends that created this story basically but you mentioned earlier how you mentioned katie how it can be that these people start having fan bases yeah and that's exactly what happened with this dsmb has a huge fan base huge what are we talking huge do you know i don't know numbers but a lot of people who kind of like study this stuff is like this is one of the biggest fandoms in general out there which is saying something because fandoms are for books and tv shows and everything um If you are a young person anywhere on the internet, on any website, it is impossible to escape them. They are ever, I am speaking from personal experience, it is impossible to escape them. They're really big, especially on TikTok and Twitter. But they're on every website you can imagine, and they just make a lot of fan art and fan content. Some of which is so cool. I've never seen them on Twitter. Yeah, you haven't, because you're wrong age. (laughs) Literally, you would not. But if you're, like, a young person, it'll suggest... Twitter algorithm will, like, suggest this stuff to you. Cause have you so watched good. any? I have, actually. Of their- I don't consider myself part of this fandom. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I would get into it, but I simply do not have the time. <laughs> there is just so much content to watch if you want. It's like watching, like, five seasons of a TV show, you know? I can't even find TV shows to watch. Like, I run out of TV shows. But you should start watching these. No. Except you would hate them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, no. no. I would probably enjoy this if I, like, had the time to, like, dedicate myself to watching all of them. But I simply don't have that type of time. So I don't. But a lot of my friends are really into watching it. So I just hear about it a lot. Like, my specific, a lot of my friend groups just have people that watch these. Mm. So I've seen them. Like, I've watched them before i just don't like dedicate myself to watching them this was going to be a question i have does this video fandom watching these things does it manifest into the physical world at all like are there conventions do they all meet up at the starbucks well a lot of this a lot of (laughs) that's an excellent question a lot of this started during covid or not started it did not start sorry before covid Mm -hmm. but it started to grow during covid and only within the last, like, few months have some of these people who live in our country started meeting in person. So there was, like, a big deal fairly recently. I want to say it was, like, maybe June or July. I can't remember. Where some, where this uh, American, one of these American guys, went, flew to England to stay with one of his friends who's also. And they, like, started doing stuff in person together. It was, like, a oh, big wow. deal when oh, that wow. happened because they could make, like, different types of videos. And it was exciting for people to see those types of videos. Interesting. But the part about the Dream S&P fandom that... I find breaks a lot of the stereotypes of what a Twitch watcher is, is that it is made up of mostly LGBTQ, mostly teenagers. What? Which is not what you would imagine, right? No. Like, no. The advertisers talk about the 18 to 34 male demographic, but that's not what this fandom is at all. And they all watch a lot of these videos, so there's a lot of them. And it's an important part of, like, just what Twitch is in general. Interesting, right? Interesting. And I'm wondering if it's just youth culture or is there something particularly queer about Dream SMP? There's the thing there's not really. Okay. It's not like a lot of the creators are gay or something. Mm -hmm. It's not that at all. It's just, it's just became a phenomenon. Yeah. And 
it there ha- there culture. there's never been like studies on this because this is a relatively new thing but it's like informally accepted within this community that a lot of these people are queer teenagers huh. it's also um a very creators or viewers viewers okay it's also a very important part of this community that a lot of the creators are neurodivergent and mm. a lot of the viewers are too which is like a, it becomes a safe and accessible place right. for that for these types of content in ways that other online communities might not be, because a lot of these creators are like very uh, dedicated to accessibility for people who might be hearing impaired or visually impaired or anything like that. Well, that's good. Which to hear. is not a lot of uh, online communities have that really. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is it's nice and it's like a very important thing it's been like informally kind of surveyed there are a lot of young queer neurodivergent people in this community which is great but that's not what you would imagine when you imagine twitch right no not at all so now what we're gonna do is we're gonna watch a twitch stream all together we are so i'm gonna go to twitch.tv i'm not gonna talk at all during this part i want you to browse these categories so scroll let's do fortnite what, find a stream that you want. Just chatting. Minecraft. Fortnite. Grand Theft Auto. Sip, scroll, stream. You want to do that? I'm that's an ad. That's an oh, ad. that's Don't an ad. <laughs> Apex. Legends. Look at those abs. Ooh, okay, let's do that. <laughs> I can't find my um, profile. That was his art. What could that be? Oh. We're doing Apex We're Legends. We're doing Apex Legends. Okay. Um, Just shoot. shoot click here. Showing the old man who's... Daddy? That sounds bad. Showing the old man who's daddy. Okay. Oh, we're watching that win. Okay. Let's do it because it's I'm ridiculous. Scared. It's a first person shooter game. Oh, there he is. Oh, you can see him. Who did he just thank? Um. What is happening? What? Who's he talking to? Where's the other know. voice coming I from? One head. Is he playing against anyone? I hear multiple voices. This looks like Afghanistan. It's just white people killing Muslims. That's horrible. Oh, and they're, they're like messaging over here too. So the guy who's playing is not on the chat message, right? I don't even know. And I don't even understand what these... No reg? What does that mean? K-E-K-W? What the fuck's doing? <gasps> that was rough. Oh my god. So it is a lot of this. Do you guys maybe want to look at something else? Yeah, let's do something else. So sure. first, before you do that, who say the name of this streamer. TSM underscore Imperial Hal. Oh. his name. Okay. So th- it is a log of don't click on that. It is a log of this like violent stuff, which is if you're into that, you're into that. This is not what the Dream SMP is, by the way, which I was just talking about. But this is like a typical Twitch stream, but there's other types of Twitch streams. Find another category. See what okay. you guys think. Okay. Let's do something gentle. Music. No, I want something gentle. Just just chatting might be nice for you guys. Okay. We've clicked on just chatting. Um, just chatting and... Oh, is that a cooking show? So it seems like this guy's, like, doing a cooking show. So this show. is just live YouTube. Yeah, it is. But Twitch, like, you can get, like, 
the the system for like getting money, making money off of it is more sophisticated. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Sweeping up the competition. I believe this person is wearing a maid's uniform. Ooh. Um, letting Joey tag along today. What? Okay. Why is the category just chatting? Oh. 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 Is this oh. where just fans move Yeah, some, of, the, Only some fans? of this is a little bit not. Yeah. Are they playing Scrabble? Okay, let's do that one. No. Ma- Ma- Mahjong. Mahjong. They're playing Mahjong. Mahjong. They're just streaming their Mahjong game? Yeah, they're just streaming your Mahjong game. <laughs> what is this? Oh, she, West. West? Oh, they are. Oh, look at that big bottle of vodka. So, you see how this right here says this 725 people are currently watching us. Why? What? I have no idea, but they are. Wow. This looks extremely boring. Can we organize this? Why am I? What's the difference between this and like YouTube Live and Instagram Live? You know, like Insta Live. It depends on what the person wants. Yeah, but what does the person want? Well, like, like I person? like I mentioned, there are more sophisticated ways to make money off of this than there are on YouTube. Uh huh. So we're on the Minecraft category now. Okay. Do you guys want to watch a Minecraft video? Yes. I want to see what this is about. Well, okay. Just like click on whichever one you want. There are 1,006 people watching this right now. There's no sound. There is. So is this the girl who's playing the game that we're watching? So, like, you have to get dressed. You have to put on your makeup and everything. Yep, you do. Oh, is that a ship? They're on the the ocean. This is very pixelated. Like, this game is not very sophisticated. That's the aesthetic of Minecraft. It looks Ah, like this. Ah, okay. Here you go, Blast Furnace. Have some coal. Who's that talking to her? Who is that? Somebody who's streaming with her. Wait, how long? They're playing together? Yeah. Then how come only her face is showing? I, I don't know. He chose not to show his face. Burns as long as nine coals, huh? Uh, perhaps? It's, I don't know. They're speaking that a different language. <laughs> Probably. There are 965 people oh, no, watching. Wow. And they, have they been doing this for four hours? Yep. Four and a half hours. Four hours and 39 minutes. So, it's, ooh, that's an axe, and they are chopping wood? Yep. That's what Minecraft is, is you mine anything. for things. He just opened a chest. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm done. Okay, is that, all, is that all you want to see? Yeah, that's all I can handle. Okay. <laughs> so, that was gaming live streams. What did you guys think? That was way too much going on for me. I, I could not keep up with all the little things and the noises. I think especially because we don't know how to play the game, that it wasn't very appealing. Right? Yes. Yeah. I, but I will also say that if I were watching someone play Super Mario Brothers, I don't think I would find that interesting either. Because I remember you know, when we were kids and we played Super Mario Brothers and someone else was playing, you're like, oh, I'm going to go get my drink or whatever. Yeah. It's not like you sat there and watched them. I mean, I guess you just kind of watched them, but it wasn't interesting. Because you want to play Right. So you guys do not see the appeal. Nope. Well, all you have to do is just accept <laughs> that some people do. I can accept that. And that there are really interesting subsets of this culture, like the dream SMP. I mean, the way that you've explained it makes sense to me. It's And the way that we've kind of theorized, I guess, as storytelling. Yep. You yep. know? Um, makes sense to me. Yes. yes. I like it's that. not my sense. I like that better. And I like to hear that it, at least some of it is welcoming to anybody who wants to watch it. I like that. Yeah. Portion, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So moving on from this, I think there's something really interesting to be said about 
the amount that certain games and certain streamers blew up during the pandemic. We kind of mentioned this a little bit. For example, Animal Crossing New Horizons, which is what you mentioned. There's various Animal Crossing games, but New Horizons was a version that was released in March 2020, which was, like, right perfect timing for the start of the pandemic. Yeah, and, like, everyone was talking about it on Twitter. Yes. You (laughs) at least were on the right side of the internet to see that. (laughs) The right side of the internet. It it became a, a huge phenomenon. Um, I was also on the right side of the internet at the time, but it is a very calming game, which probably has something to do with its popularity during that specific time. It's like you make your little island and you grow fruit trees and you talk to villagers and all of this <laughs> stuff, and it's like... It was for the people that did not start a vegetable garden in real life and were not making sourdough bread. Yeah, that, basically. Oh, all right. I was inside attempting to make bread. <laughs> Then we also have Among Us, Ooh, which yay, we said Among finally. <laughs> Among Us was a little-known indie game that was released in 2018. Not a lot of people played it back when it was first released. There's a lot of indie game companies that release games all the time, and they don't get very popular. You remember that indie game I used to play on your iPad with the fantasy world, and you had to, like, move the blocks around? Monument, Monument Valley. Yes. That's not super indie. Well, it oh. is a mobile game, but it's, it's not super. Game. Okay. Among Us is also a mobile game, but you can also play it on your computer. Um, but it was released in 2018, and it. But then in August 2020, it like exploded in popularity suddenly. I remember this, and it was like everyone was talking about this game that no one had heard of all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Why? It became the most popular game of that year, and. There's almost no way that anyone would have found out about this, like, tiny little indie game if we weren't all sitting at home on our phones all day (laughs) with nothing to do during a pandemic. Right, right, true. So Among Us, I think we've actually talked about this on the podcast before. What? Uh, At some point, but it was a while back. Mm. Among Us is... Explain again. We we have memory loss once we get to a certain age. Yes, it's age. (laughs) Among Us is a game where... You play as a character that's, like, a passenger on a spaceship, and there's um, one character... So, when you enter the lobby... Oh, and one of them is an alien, and you don't know who it is? Pretty much. It's like the video game version of the game Mafia or Frogger, one of those games. Mafia. Yeah. (laughs) But you play that in person. So, if you... uh, I mean, I have two. (laughs) If you... uh, if you enter the lobby, you and the group of friends you're playing with all get randomly assigned right, you did roles. Talk about this. Yeah. So, okay, you guys remember it now. Yeah. So one of you becomes the imposter, right. and uh, you have to figure out who it is. And that person goes around killing other characters, and one by one they all die off, and you have to figure out, guess who it is. What does this have to do with a spaceship? They're all on a spaceship. And what's this, where is this lobby they're going to? Well, the game lobby. Like, you enter, you start playing a game, and it... It's a proverbial. It's yeah. not a real. It's not a real lobby. <laughs> <laughs> proverbial, yeah. So then everyone's in a spaceship flying around in the game. Yeah. And then what are the clues to know, like, well, what's the it, objective? It depends on, like, if you see somebody. You can walk around and you can see them killing someone. Mm-hmm. Or you can just see them, like, acting weird. Because they huh, have special huh. powers that, like, others don't. And, like, gotcha. all this stuff. They can kill people. Um, my favorite personal thing about Among Us is all of the memes that have <laughs> been around about it. Oh, I'm going to like look at this. A big cultural thing uh, has been just, like, memes about playing the game and about the characters of the game. It's, it's they're... They are, like, they're very funny, actually. It's great. Do you play Among Us, Nina? 
I never did because at the time it came out, it was so weird situational. My phone would not, my phone had this weird period of like three months where it wouldn't (laughs) let me download any new apps. Mm for some reason i still don't know what the problem was i eventually fixed it it was the most irritating thing ever and i wanted to play it but i couldn't because my phone wouldn't let me and then like i just never had anyone to really play it with and once i did my phone was fit you know like all of that so do people play it still i don't know how many people play it still it's definitely not as popular as it once was i think the way that i mostly encounter it is in memes about it (laughs) that's that's how i learn about most news (laughs) through a meme the memes are really funny. How do you get this game? You download it from, from the app store. The app store. Yeah, whatever version of that you have on your phone. And do you have to know people to play it, or can you just be? You put can in- join a public lobby, but you okay. can also play it with people that you know. Okay. We should play Among Us, the podcast. Oh yes. I, I kind of won't let to. me download it now. Let's do it. I'm curious. Yeah. I'll play. Okay. Okay. Let's do it, and we'll report back in the next. We podcast. can Twitch stream it. <laughs> Oh yes. my god! Yes, let's do it. Shinji okay. explains yes, yes. live Twitch okay. stream. <laughs> okay. So we'll post so on listener, Instagram. Listeners, comment on Instagram or message us on any social media or tweet at us if you want us to do that. Yes, we'll do I want to know if people will tune in and watch. <laughs> Not oh. that many people will, honestly. We don't have a lot of people that listen to this, but we will do it. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. I'm down. Yeah, <laughs> I'm totally down. It's our team building exercise. This will be. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this this would be my first time playing a game like that. It'll be our first time on Twitch too. Yes. <laughs> we should totally do it. We'll I we'll know. figure out a time to do it. Do it. Okay. Um I just wanted to add because I mean I know we, we passed the Twitch section, but during the pandemic also people were live streaming films and film discussions on Twitch as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's not just gaming. It can be used for different things. So. Right, right. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, I think a lot of the appeal with that comes with it being like kind of a shiny new platform that right. a lot of people found during the pandemic, even though it had been around for a while. Mm-hmm. It became less niche. And it was like, well, you know, during a pandemic, you were watching like four or five YouTube live streams a week because your friend had a reading <laughs> of a play or, or your friend had a, a something or a talk back on YouTube. and That like, was us. Yeah, absolutely it was. Um, I'm calling myself out here. But uh, Twitch was like, oh, this is new and different. So it might get more people to be interested in it. Other games that blew up during the pandemic, Genshin Impact is a oh. Japanese game. That became, it was very popular in Japan, but then it became very popular in the United States. So there was some of that cultural crossover. And these are just a few specific examples. There are a lot of others. And when we talk to many Dream SMP fans, just to give another, just to give another specific example, a lot of them agree that these streamers' popularity is in large part due to the pandemic. Oh. And I've literally seen so many TikToks that's like, when it was supposed to just be two weeks off school, and now you're obsessed with men that play Minecraft. <laughs> like, that type of format. Um, oh it's like, it, it's easy to, like, get into the rabbit hole of watching all these videos yes. if you have nothing else to be doing. Mm-hmm. You it, know where my mind is going? Is like, there'll be um, a subsection of cultural studies now. Like, culture during the pandemic will be, like, yeah. a, an area yes. of academic study. God, unfortunately. <laughs> and they can listen to this, like... This episode will Ooh, yes. this episode will be cited in We will be a footnote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this episode will be a footnote in someone's like dissertation. someone's dissertation yes. in ten years. <laughs> 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 Woo! Yay, I, I want 
to be an at yeah. all on someone's dissertation. It would. Be, well, how would that be cited? <laughs> Trash drafting or Humtula and Mixon at all? No, it's just the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> but are you using MLA or APA format? Is the real question. <laughs> that is that that yeah. Anyways, y'all understanding this so far? Is there any like yeah. questions you have? No, I mean it again. It makes sense. Like you've explained it well. I'm not going to engage. Mm-hmm. Although I might engage if we all play together. Yes, yes. I'll engage in. I also. seriously think we should do that. Do you think anyone will watch my Dragon Merge live Twitch? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I don't know, May. It, it could I'll, be one of those like personality should do, things. Should we do a special episode with just Among Us memes? Because I have so many <laughs> saved to my phone. Well, I think we need to play it first. Get a get acclimatized, yeah. and then definitely we need Sometimes, a special episode of us playing. Like, yeah. Tweeting. We really should do that. Some Sometimes me and my best friend will have a conversation where the whole conversation is just sending Among Us memes back and forth. <laughs> wow. wow. It's a completely different language than what you guys are used to. Oh, my God. That's too funny. That's when, you know, um, emojis used to come out, and we thought it was, like, great. You could have a whole conversation with just emojis. Oh, my God. Well, I not remember. Me, I remember this from my childhood where there was, like, a whole genre of, like, a book told through emojis. Katie, I think there were some Shakespeare ones. Oh, yes. I didn't know. Oh, I, I didn't know this. Like, that's um, great. I think, I think it exists somewhere. There's like Romeo and Juliet and emojis. Oh, that's I that, think yes, I remember that, that from like being younger. Yeah. Being younger. From like probably like 2015 or something. But back when that was still cool. <laughs> All the way back in 2015. So long ago. I mean, it really does feel like a long time ago. Oh, my gosh. Really, really. really. Yeah. Okay, so that was that was gaming. How are y'all feeling? I mean, this was super, super informative. I love it. I'm glad, yes. I, I do understand it a bit more. I doubt that I'm going to engage as much as some of those people, but I'm curious now. Yeah, and amongst us. It I, seems to be a nice... Yeah. Among us. Among us. <laughs> or you can say... This is us. <laughs> or you can say among us. Amogus? Without the N. Amogus. Is that something people say? It's a meme. Oh. It's like the funny, it's like the silly version of it, basically. Um, Amogus. Amogus. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. What's the takeaway from this episode? What's the conclusion? I like the people who are gamers a little bit more. Um, I, I liked hearing the other sides of the story. I don't look down on them as much as I used to. I will have to agree. It's a lot more diverse than I thought it was in terms of like genres of games and, you know, what you can do on Twitch and community that it builds. I think I like I think the big takeaway from the podcast Mm -hmm. is that Gen Z, the way they use the Internet is really to build community, which has been interesting. Yeah, that's a really lovely way to put it. And I agree with you. That's nice. Yeah, I like that idea. I hope that we're doing a little bit of that here, building a little community. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've had so media. many, yes, <laughs> I've had so many, like, adults come up to me and be like, uh-huh. I listened to your podcast, and this is what I learned. And oh, this, this, that's this. great. Yeah, awesome. which is, like, I, kind of a community thing. I shared this with some people that I work with. Um, <laughs> so if, if you guys were at the zoo on Friday and you're looking for me, I was actually showing or making people <laughs> listen to Gen Z explain. Really? Oh, that's <laughs> I I had the experience recently of uh, going to a summer program and 
when at the fir- on the first day they were like share a fun fact about yourself so i was like i hate of course everyone hates that so i was like i have a podcast and then like my teacher went home and listened to all the episodes that's amazing <laughs> yeah shout- i know she's gonna listen to this so shout out to ak freeland i miss Yay, you that okay. was great oh, yeah <laughs> Okay, uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. 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 Bye.